0: to the top of the slide.
1: There we are. We just heard "Helter Skelter" by the Beatles. There.
2: Helter Skelter, indeed.
1: Yeah. So I am PK.
2: And I am Strawlegs Martin.
1: And we're broadcasting out of lovely Royal Oak, Michigan, this time.
2: Sunny Royal Oak, Michigan, despite the fact it's eight thirty.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, very sunny, surprisingly.
2: And this is, this is the first official uh, weekly tripound, Is that correct?
1: That is correct. Um, we went by other names before, yes. but um, it is now the weekly tripound. And uh, we'll see uh, E. Yen uh, Joining us sometime in the near future Hopefully Technically it's a bi-pound tonight It is a bi-pound But that sounds even worse somehow
2: <laughs> It really does Somewhere my mother is crying
1: Yeah, yeah So anyways uh, Helter Skelter Great song Um, Off the White Album Which is not even the White Album I learned It's actually called The Beatles The
2: next thing you know You'll learn that there's no such song As a Teenage Wasteland
1: Yes, Baba O'Reilly Baba O'Reilly Yes Um. So anyways uh, Yeah, anyone who doesn't know and if you listen to this, you probably know about the whole Charles Manson thing. Um, good story about that. Uh, I was really bored, and uh, Bor and I were sitting next to each other uh, in a lecture we had, and uh, for some reason she had, like, a Marie Claire, like, one of those damn magazines. And there was a picture of Mandy Moore on the front. So we ended up drawing all over it, and I ended up putting a swastika <laughs> right between now, where, Mandy where Moore's eyes. Where were you address. at this point in time? Um, it was in one of the uh, the auditoriums at school. We were actually having our... our um, Cardiac Life Support Lecture, which so, is basically how to resuscitate someone. <laughs> so as you're learning how to
2: save the life of someone whose heart is stopped, you're drawing swastikas on Mandy Moore.
1: Right, but awesome. I'm Jewish, so it, it, <laughs> it buys me an excuse. It's I, totally okay. I can I can joke about the
2: Holocaust. That's right. That's like I can become an alcoholic.
1: I'm Irish. And being Polish, I can become an alcoholic. Exactly. Too. But, you know, I just thought, you know, throughout history, uh, Polish Jew... Really, not one of the best uh, ethnicities to no, be. No. Uh, historically. Um, it's only a matter of time, really. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's not even just uh, not even just uh, World War II. I mean, some pretty crazy shit <laughs> happened before that, even. So, um, yeah, we had a we had a pretty fun week. Uh, had some uh, technical fun setting up the uh, the sort of new podcast. Indeed, uh, a few things happened. Um, I unfortunately have uh, taken ill.
2: Yeah, that's why he is in a plastic bubble across the room.
1: Exactly, exactly. Which Martin keeps repeatedly kicking, <laughs>
2: you know, despite my you, protests. Just, you know, what's up? Yeah. I had a friend, a friend roommate, my freshman year at K, who got sick the week before finals. In the winter, we gave him a stool to sit in the corner. He could either be in his room Or if he was in the living room He was sitting on his stool Facing the wall in the corner Not allowed to turn around Wearing a mask A bunch of girls came in Saw him. And they're like Oh Andrew that's so sad Oh my god As they're running over they am like yeah he's, he's sick They all screeched to a halt turned, and ran out of the room
1: <laughs> There we go the only, the only thing that defeats empathy Is true illness And mind I've... you I'm a medical professional now This is my treatment
2: <laughs> Sit your ass in the corner Right
1: now. Oh, yeah. Ev- ev- I still use that. Everyone wants to, to minister to the sick until they see the sick. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Jesus
2: Christ, get me out of here. It's like, I've got a cold sit in the corner. I've got a baby sitting in the corner. i got AIDS sitting in the corner. I don't care what it is. It'll get better in the corner or you'll die quietly.
1: Yeah, and, and that's sort of what's been happening to me, actually. It's just sort of a grab bag of things. Um, that It's, like, it, it's like, like AIDS. Exactly, exactly. And uh, the discharge that just started recently. But it, in all honesty, it's just, it's really just, it's a funny virus. It's an idiot virus. It's like the dumb guy who wanders in your house, and he means well, but he's, like, knocking things over, and, like, there's no real rhyme or reason, so, you know, it's like, I'll have a fever one day, and then I'll have a really bad headache the next day, and then my eyes kind of hurt, and then the next day I'm coughing, but everything else is gone. And it's its the idiot virus just bumbling its way through my body until it finally finds its way out through some orifice, and I hope I'm home at the time, because it might get awkward <laughs> otherwise, but... So, um, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, um, I'm a goner, but yep, I'll just plenty of tea before then.
2: Speaking of which, we had a lady today who uh, claimed to have been HIV positive for 30 years, which I was the only one that took exception to. So I was like, wait a second, 30 years? Didn't that outbreak start pretty much in the early 80s? Like, she had to be the original outbreak monkey. Like, that that guy on the steward, the steward on the plane that spread it to all those cities, and then this lady so i'm i I'm bringing this into question wow. I,
1: you you have a you have a serious typhoid in your hand yes yeah, I know I was like,
2: oh my God, we finally found her
1: I was gonna, i i mean, I think in the interests of public safety, you should have just put her down
2: well she's she's got like nine broken bones from falling on the stairs. It's only matters <laughs> yeah it was it's it's unfortunate, um but one of those students is like, well, well, you know they can respond really well to therapy. some people respond really like trying to sound smart and <laughs> look, I'm like therapy." Therapy that wasn't invented for another fifteen years. <laughs> she yeah. responded so well. Went back in time. Bitch yeah. was serious about her condition. Yeah. No. It was, for the record. She, no. <laughs> None of it was true.
1: So that, that that reminds me of someone that I saw. Who's I mean, this is kind of like tangentially related. Um, but anyways, um, I am a Polish man, as I said, and so uh, we we got this uh, one guy, and obviously we'll, we'll strip out any uh, identifiers so that we're HIPAA compliant. Um, Stupid
2: hippa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to bother to explain it. No, <laughs> like let's Google put it this it, way. Like... If we mention anyone's name, which we won't, men in, in black hoods will materialize in this room and beat us to death with sackfuls of doorknobs and manuals on law.
1: And one of them will be Ron Perlman, which is the most, perhaps the most terrifying part of all.
2: <laughs> also odd, one of them will be Itzhak Perlman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I yeah, with with the, the arm braces. <laughs> with the arm braces. Like, was that Itzhak Perlman? Crack violin to the face. You know that—that's funny. Mention. I actually, I actually saw Itzhak Perlman a few weeks ago uh, in Ann Arbor. It was really amazing. But um, coincidence. Yeah. Who knew? Who, knew? <laughs> Who knew? It's it. I I walked. I was walking to the deli, and I said, "It's Itzhak." And Itzhak said, "PK, what are you doing here?" I said, "I went to undergrad here at Sock. and it was great. We hugged. We had matza. <laughs> Stepped on some glasses, broke some plates, and I was legally wedded. Yeah, it was a good time. Exactly. He had some kugel that I didn't because I don't like cooked raisins, you know, that whole thing. But anyways, um...
0: Well, oh, man, what the
1: fuck was I... You know, I have, I, have a, I have some memory problems. Cambodian red. Yes, thank you. Jesus Christ. I... Okay. So anyway, so the, this this guy, he walks in. Like, he, he looks like he's about the right age and uh, appearance, let's say. To be like, you know, an ex-military type. Turns
2: out, motherfucker was a seal in Vietnam. Not like a like a bark and clap and, and balance shit in your nose seal, but like a kill you dead seal. Yeah, it's yeah. like
1: you don't know motherfucker's in the same room as you until you feel his
2: blade drag <laughs> across your throat.
1: But it's just the blunt end. He just wants you to know that he's there. He just
2: wants you to know, and then it's like like throwing cracks <laughs> with a violin. It was yeah. guys everywhere.
1: Um. So, anyways, uh, you know, he he's since you know I'm Polish, you know, he looks at my last name. He's like, ah, oh, ski, right? It's like, yeah, sure. And so I knew that. I knew that, you know, if I was in his outfit, I'd be ski. You know, He'd it's like, ah, oh, ski, take point. And then, you know, I'd run up ahead and get my leg blown off by a landmine. <laughs> get one of those
2: when they bend the tree down like the rabbit trap but put, like, a five-inch bamboo pike on the end of it. It's always yeah, my favorite.
1: Yeah. So, um, he's like, ah, oh, ski. And, you know, so, uh, the nurse leaves and, you know, he kind of takes me aside and he's like, alright, listen. He's like, yeah, Cambodian red, that is the best shit to smoke. And, of course, you have to ask sort of standard health screening questions. Okay alcohol, and he's smoking, and he drugs. You know, no smoke, well, only smokes like whatever, drinks whatever. And he says, oh, I smoke pot, you know. It's Cambodian red. That's the best shit. Cambodian red.
2: Get your hands on that. It's like nothing else in the world. Like, oh, okay. Like, so, how in the world, by the way, are you gonna get your hands on Cambodian red?
1: Right, right. It's like, I don't know, I'm just gonna go to fucking Vietnam. Oh, I'll talk to, uh,
2: We got, we got technical issues. Still, we're still working on technical issues here.
1: Uh, I was going to say you actually had you
2: you did for a brief time had a contact in Vietnam, but no I did. Longer. But uh, yeah, th- he has he has since gone the way. He's taking the last helicopter out of Saigon. Yeah, yeah. Which is Apparently surprising. Went. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it's
1: just surprising at Huey still. Yeah, <laughs> <What>
2: the, <hell laughs> like doing the fucking
1: there. thing was falling apart. So, anyways, uh, this this guy um, this guy takes me. The nurse leaves, and like I'm about to leave too. And he's like, takes me my the arm. And he's like, All right, listen, Ski. Every time. You come out of the bush, they give you a pound of Cambodian red and a fifth of jack. And, like, the rest of the story is really confused. Like, I was was trying to (laughs) out. Probably has a lot
2: to do with the pound of Cambodian red and the
1: fifth of jack. But, hey, bottom line is this guy was, like, in and out of, you know, the shit so many times. He ended up, like, he said he had, like, 15 pounds of pot in this duffel bag and, like, Hmm. six-fifths of whiskey... And like he was burning for the whiskey, you fashioned the pot. Apparently, anyway. yeah, as long as you got a plan, you know, taking after uh, Jim Morrison, perhaps. Nice. But um, anyways, I don't know. It's the story ended kind of confused, but still, it's like man wanted me to somehow get <laughs> some sort of illicit Cambodian go to marijuana la- layouts, fucking layouts. And like, there are many places in the world that used to be dangerous that aren't, yeah. and there are some places where I still would yeah. not go. And or... then
2: there's Phnom Penh.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. PK in Phnom Penh. And there's there's that whole region I like to call Southeast
2: Asia. Yeah, the Golden Triangle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we don't go there.
2: No, no. There's a good reason for
1: that. You die. Yeah, exactly. You die fast. Exactly. Yeah. So um. Got some oh, guy wearing your skin for a hat. Yeah, I like the ear necklace. Per, no, the tooth necklace. Tooth necklace. tooth necklace. tooth necklace is my favorite. Ear necklace is just gaudy. This yeah. time. It's
2: fall. You don't. That's that's a spring thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, it, and plus, it's just too heavy for most of my outfits. You know. Yeah, it really. Is. So, anyways, I was going to say that's actually a good transition. Uh. Because we're gonna, we're going to talk about some some uh, some red scare going
2: on, so um <laughs> actually I, I can inter- I think I can introduce, introduce this pretty well. We get a text message last Tuesday from one of the girls I work with one of her, uh, her fia- one of her fiances because apparently she has several um, that makes no sense no, the record. from her fiance that says he's in Pontiac, and there are like there's natural, like, national guardsmen in tanks on the road. Guys with rifles in tanks. I'm thinking, yeah. like, great Killdozer. It happened again. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Killdozer. So, anyway, you know what caused that, though.
1: So, I, I was going to say, I actually had a similar experience. I was coming home from work, and I was really pissed off. and It was a long day, and I was hypoglycemic, and I had a pounding headache. And so you, know, you got the, that
2: virus, apparently.
1: Yeah, the idiot virus is like, knocking <laughs> the all the pictures off the walls. I was like, oh, better tell someone that's broken. <laughs> you know, it's like a fucking moron. But, anyway, so I'm just I'm just driving home, and I'm almost home. Like, I can see... The driveway for my apartment, which is, by the way, the same, a shared driveway with, I can either go into a self serve car wash or a muffler shop. So you can either
2: buy drugs or get a muffler.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't really. I was going to say buy drugs or wash your car. (laughs) 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 Wait, what kind of muffler shop is this? Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, anyways, uh, the road's blocked off. And, you know, I beyond this this police car, I see uh, these, like, Humvees Park and, like, guys walking around, I'm, like, you know, I'm behind the wheel, son of a bitch! <laughs> you know, I'm just, like, seething, fuck! And so, um, you know, I, like, veer onto a side street really angrily, and so I'm, I'm about Take to... Take out
2: a child and a small dog. Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah, I mean, well, they got in the way! Yeah, they they saw me, have... co- they should have heard me coming, I was <laughs> yelling pretty <being> loud. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I, I try and turn on the next street, and there's this big white truck that just has water on the side just parked across the street <laughs> I'm thinking like alright is this like a fucking Dustin Hoffman is gonna like jump out of nowhere in a bio suit and like wrestle me to the ground and inject me <laughs> with something you know it's Which like seriously be... like, did, did shit just hit the fan <laughs> yeah. and now they're trying to like oh it's okay just go home but make yeah. sure you check in with the CDC you know it's like
2: great. Uh, the phrase lost contained just became pertinent in Royal Oak
1: yeah yeah so anyways um, after I go home um, I'm informed, oh, they're filming a movie. And I think, oh, that's so funny. You know, considering it before, I was like, son of a bitch!
2: <laughs> so, um. That should be your cell phone ring. <laughs> whenever you get a text message. I want oh, that to be my. Whenever I get a text message, I just hear, son of a
1: bitch! Actually, the, the first one is better. But yeah, By the way, I'm going to throw this out there. I would consider myself to be a talented amateur voice artist. I would. And hopefully you'll hear some And hopefully they won't be embarrassing I won't have to be my words But if anyone out there Knows how to get into voice acting Just send us an email Email me at the end of the show Yep, as always So anyways, um, find out Okay, there's a movie being filmed Okay, what movie? Turns out it's the, it's a remake of Red Dawn Because we need a remake of Red Dawn Oh, yeah I think I'm hoping somewhere in there Because Patrick Swayze was in the original one I'm hoping somehow for Patrick Swayze tribute The Swayzer. The Swazer, indeed. The Swayzar. I'm hoping that some somewhere in the movie, like someone watching the scene from Ghost or something
2: like that, where he's you know, like, in the middle, it's like work. it's like Castro and Lenin are like making a pot of a clay pot.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's what brings them all together in the end. Yeah. Is that you know I you know for like ten minutes the other day I knew who the the pre- quote unquote president of China was. I heard the name. I was like, oh, I'm gonna remember that. Also I'm knowledgeable, my friends. Fucking gone. So. <laughs> Um. Anyways, I was going to say, so they're remaking Red Dawn. It turns out they're, like, paying people to tear up their lawns and turn them into bunkers, which I think would be awesome. I wish they would do that. Yeah, I'd keep it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um. so, then, yeah, that's what they're doing. And it's funny, because uh, they're actually doing mostly, most of the filming a couple blocks over, which is where my brother lives. So he's the one trafficking son <laughs> of a bitch! <laughs> and trying to uh, worm his way through a maze of fake military Humvees. <laughs> like, Adam loses it and is actually in the bunker by the end yeah, of the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh my
2: god, he's he, he, it's, it's over. He's babbling, talking to himself, When that will lead into my next little excitement. Oh, go
1: for it, I'm done. Oh, all, the only thing I will say is, I really doubt it's possible for anyone to occupy this country only because people here have played too many video games.
2: They have been training
1: for this shit That's true.
2: forever. I'm not saying we'd be any good at it. But if you have enough people who've played so much Fallout, they think they can do this just by sheer numbers.
1: I can make a grenade out of a tin can and a 9-volt battery,
2: and I think you'd probably have to stuff it with like a lot of plastic. But <laughs> it's still, it's, But you can do it! Yeah, it's close. Exactly. And I, I've seen... Well, I'm prepared for more of a zombie guy myself.
1: Oh, okay. Can I throw something oh, in real quick do. before you go? You're someone so
2: who sleeps next to, with a hatchet next to his bed. Just in case. Interesting. Actually, that's mainly because I lived in downtown Detroit long enough. And at that point in time, but if you've got a roommate with a machete and you have a hatchet, someone breaks into your house, you walk out there, and it's like, a, it's like a poker showdown. I hold up the hatchet, Joey holds up the machete, and if the intruder holds up nothing, or like a knife, he leaves the room. He holds up a gun, we put our weapons down. There's no fight. You know, it's just like, what do you got? What do you got? Can you beat hatchet? No? Leave. Don't make me use hatchet. I'm tired. I want to go back to bed. I mean that's that's a simple it's very quote cordial. Quote, yeah, yeah. it's
1: very cordial. Yeah, yeah. Um anyways, I was just gonna throw this out there. So speaking of zombies real quick. I um I heard a commercial for a haunted house and it's like this big thing up in Pontiac, like Arabis, the biggest haunted house by Guinness World Records. Oh, yeah. So, um anyways they're saying like, oh, and then you can go to like the paintball range with live zombie targets and <sighs> yeah, I know I know it's coming. It's like I just thought, you know what, the economy in this area is shit, but can anyone be that bad off? that it's like, you know what, guys, I'm going to get out there in a fucking zombie costume, and my job is going to get shot in the head with paintballs for like six hours a night by like drunk frat boys.
2: Drunk frat boys and like 16-year-old college kids. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and you know what it's going to be? Is you're just going to hear, you're going to hit the zombie between the eyes, and someone's going to scream, no scope. And that's really what I want to do Yep. Now. I want a no scope of zombie Is that too much to ask?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I said, it's just... Man. I won't bring the hatchet the first time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I threw I threw an axe a few weeks ago. when I went to the Renaissance Festival was like, around was, here. Was this,
2: you're just stuck in traffic again. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> Son of a
1: bitch! Yeah. So, um, anyways, I was going to say real quick, trick to throwing an axe, lock your wrist. It was great. The first time I did it, it was like a fucking bullseye. Killed that poodle dead. Wonderful experience. So, um, you had a story
2: which I probably completely veered the fuck away. from. No, it's, it does not matter. I am I am in my psych rotation now. Yes. And we are we are in the in one of the uh, emergency psych centers where when a patient is medically stable, they come in and we decide if they're a threat to themselves right now. If that's the case, they get the happy straps. And then we decide, if not, we decide, even so, we decide if they're uh, faking or not. Because a lot of the times, you know, being stuck in the hospital strapped to bed is better than having to deal with the, the, you know, drug dealer you owe, well, like, your virginity to. And that was gone sometime in the mid-60s. So, that got that going for you. But uh, things I've heard, um, the government uses radar to look into your house. True. Which shows a profound lack of understanding of how radar works.
1: But sti- that's... Well, they know. They know, though.
2: <laughs> that's, that's, that uh, if you rip out all of your water or your heat registers, you will keep the aliens from reading your thoughts. You will also fry all of your circuitry and mildew your entire house, causing it to be condemned. But the aliens won't be able to read your thoughts. Well, better
1: on the streets than... Exactly.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's a trade-off. That, and, that uh, I'm
1: going to argue that one's actually a rational decision.
2: <laughs> that one, that went that guy's fine. And uh, the the government has microwave guns that go to 151 degrees. Although we did not specify whether it was Calvin, Celsius or Fahrenheit, because it's Kelvin. That's really cold. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Um. 150.
1: That's not that. No. That's not that warm. It's no. like, ooh, feels kind of good actually. Kinda I mean, see. it's yeah, kind of like chilly out
2: nowadays. Day, yeah. Uh, the and the thing that we're saying is like, how much fun would it be? Just go in there with somebody that's like floridly crazy, and, and just agree with them. Just, just like they're almost over the edge. <laughs> just, just giving that last little nudge. Like, like I, oh, I tore all the heat registers out. Like, did, did you get the thermostat? What it's thermostat too. You got go back, go home. Yeah, it's like now, motherfucker. Me the, what is, yeah. what is everything wired to? Yeah, Jesus.
1: It is wired use, to the fucking thermostat. Use your
2: brain. Bring me the thermostat. Go home get it. Come back
1: here. Yeah, it's like you have forty-five minutes. Yeah, you know those like. Yeah, you know, like the the tinfoil line
2: bags you get at Arby's. Put it in yeah. one of those. <laughs> one of it's got to be an Arby's bag. <laughs> Arby's hope, is I actually run Arby's. by Arby's is actually run by by the Resistance. You don't understand. You'd only Arby's and Church's Chicken. Yes, it's downtown Detroit. No, just you just kind of walk up, and be like, yeah, yeah. You know, you know those aliens? Like point point to your attending. Like he's one. Let's get him. <laughs> just plot with him. Yeah, yeah. You could do it. You could do it. Eh, I don't think it would go well. For you, in the end, yeah, the temptation is there.
1: But you'd have the satisfaction of being right for a change.
2: Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: That, that is uh, that is life in the life in the uh, the equivalent of the ER for crazy people.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. Here's some
2: here's some fun stuff. You know,
1: it it just really seems like
2: more and more people these days are nuts. And we had one guy, and I, I I can he was laughing the whole time. He was he he was. Uh he was called had what is called stilted speech, which is when you use giant words to say simple things so you sound really articulate. Then he was using all the words properly.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah, and uh he was explaining how he had been given given a lot of commendations from, from the people of the United States for his work in public affairs and how he was fighting against the justice system for injustices. Mind you, I mean the guy's like just been picked up for loitering like every other month for his entire life. But, like, in his head, he's the shit, and everyone loves him, and his life is great all the time. Like, is that? That's hard to argue with. Why are we trying to cure this? Yeah, it's like, man, like, not many people are happy. Like, like, this guy's great. He's like, no, I'm the greatest thing. Like, I invented sliced bread. That's how great I am. And then I de-invented it. I don't even know why. And then I invented it again. (laughs) It's like, this is what this guy's saying, and I'm just, like, you know what? The, the go home, wherever home is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have that good of self-esteem. Like and, I, and I'm the shit. The voices in my head tell me I'm the shit.
1: Yeah, it's like you, you go enjoy your overpass, sir. You take <laughs> that forty and you enjoy that yeah, overpass.
2: A good old time. And watch out for those thermostats.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to make, you have to obviously scout the area. There should be no metal, any, you know,
2: holes and stuff. Camera, I, camera. I kind of want to wear a tinfoil hat around there. Yeah, I
1: mean, if only to protect
2: yourself from all the crazy people. Also possible, like doing what?
1: Like I don't know, maybe some of their insane thoughts will somehow slip into my head. Yeah, no, that's
2: that's called thought broadcasting. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> people I su- believe that? I suppose that's not technically true. <laughs> I mean, um. yeah,
2: that—that's life in the uh, li- life in the ER for for psych.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: If I get any more really exciting. And and as uh, the government checks come out on the first of the month, so nobody's there on the first of the month. They're off spending their money wisely, read Cognac. Right. And, you know, by the end of the month, everybody's there. So, so you know, as this goes on, I should have some more excitement for you. I can hear more. The thing that drives me crazy, though, the number one thing that drives me up the wall is when they say the government's watching me, the CIA follows me everywhere. And they get a the little eye to it. It's like, dude, the CIA is only on foreign soil. Oh. The FBI is following me
1: that that brings me to a point of mine and that's that i've been reading dan brown's new book like and the he, Lost symbol he should
2: be imprisoned the by the cia and the
1: fbi well it's either like the lost symbol or no yeah the Lost symbol i don't even know what the fucking name is so but no that was the first thing i thought because all of a sudden like oh cia director so-and-so and it's like dan brown you did all this research into all this like stuff that may or may not be true that you probably distorted anyways Yet you fail to understand that the CIA can't operate on American soil. Wait,
2: the CIA is chasing that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, the CIA like barges into the Capitol building.
2: No, the, the CIA doesn't barge into the Capitol yeah, building unless it's the capital of some other country. But that's
1: what it's like at least just name the FBI it's the same number of letters. Oh my god. So anyways, I was going to say so I'm reading this book, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> And, like, I'm just forcing myself to do it. It's like, when I'm not at work, I'm just laid up on my couch and I have nothing to do except read this shit or watch Food Network. You're just feeding the stupid virus. That's what's happening. I, the idiot virus. I am. I'm packing my fucking head full of empty bullshit, and it's just <laughs> feeding off of it. It's getting stronger. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I, I cannot stand about this book is just how brilliant, brilliant. everyone is. Always brilliant. You know, He it, the writing is terrible, too, and he's always saying, um... And I believe our, our listener, Amanda, being an author as she is, can appreciate just the god-fucking-awful writing <laughs> in this book. And and basically, it's always, you know, like, the beautiful and brilliant scientist wheeled triumphantly, her dark, you know, crimson hair fluttering dark, in front of her. beautiful and brilliant hair. Like yeah, her water. dark, beautiful and brilliant hair, you know, sweeping dramatically in front of her... Beautiful and brilliant... ...face...
2: Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: So anyways, it's like, uh, uh, the writing's terrible, everyone's always so brilliant, everyone engaged in these really patronizing academic discussions, so I'm going to read a little segment, because I just thought this, this, like... I am going to go to the bathroom, the, this, on the, your couch. This is gonna, it's just going to take a minute, but, like, it's just, it's a conversation between the main character, who's Langdon, and this, like, dumbass student, who's, by the way, how every student is in this fucking book, and <laughs> everyone's always, like, eager and, you know stupid. And they always buy perfectly in all his goddamn teaching tricks. So, all right, so here's here's how it starts. Um, uh, let's see, where am I here? Last year, a freshman had rushed wild-eyed into Langdon's classroom with a printout from the web. It was a street map of D.C. on which certain streets had been highlighted to form various shapes. Satanic pentacles, a Masonic compass and square, the head of Baphomet. Proof, apparently, of the Masons who designed Washington, D.C. were involved in some kind of dark mystical conspiracy. Fun, Langdon said, (laughs) but hardly convincing. If you draw enough intersecting lines on a map, you're bound to find all kinds of shapes. But this can't be a coincidence, the kid exclaimed. Langdon patiently showed the student that the same exact shapes can be formed on a street map of Detroit. The kid seemed sorely disappointed. Don't be disheartened, Langdon said. Washington does have some invisible secrets, just none on this street map. The young man perked up. Secrets? Like what? Every spring I teach a course called Occult Symbols. I talk a lot about DC. You should take the course. Occult Symbols! Exclamation point. The freshman looked excited again. So there are devil symbols in DC! Another exclamation point. Langdon smiled. Sorry, but the word occult, despite conjuring images of devil worship, actually means hidden or obscured. In times of religious oppression, knowledge that was contradoctrinal had to be kept hidden or occult, and because the church felt threatened by this, they redefined anything occult as evil, and the prejudice survived. Oh, the kid slumped.
2: Like, really? Did, I mean, seriously? Did this guy never go to college? I mean... Because it It might have more along the lines of the child- the the freshman wanders into the- professor's office twenty minutes late is how that sentence starts, yeah,
1: yeah, it's like the guy had something from the web and casually broached it with the professor, not really wanting to talk about it, but he thought it would garner good graces so he'd
2: get a letter the The professor you know touched him awkwardly and requested he not tell anyone about it, or is this this is just my college experience now or?
1: well, there was a little bit of spooning. Uh, Awkwardly. Professor fell asleep. Student was waiting for him to wake up so he could leave.
2: Um, Sneeze, that's a trick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Works well.
1: Or personally what I do with Borine, which is just crush her into the wall until she wakes up.
2: (laughs) Or or doesn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, sometimes I've wondered, because, yeah, sometimes I think she's not that big. No, she's not. And I kind of weigh a lot. So... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Every once in so a while, well, i was like, you know what? Like, I really hope there's a way that she can wake me up in the event that I'm actually smothering her.
2: <laughs> oh, I can't wait to have to get rid of the body.
1: Yeah, that's starting to smell. That's why we're doing it at uh, my place this time. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, like a week and a half ago when we through the first one, that was fine then, but
2: now how how she got in my apartment is beyond me. But yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, really is a good question. You just, you just brought, her,
2: brought her in like, like the cat brings in the dead bird. Like, really proud. <laughs> yeah, look what I did. Look what I got you. Oh, I get the bleach. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so, this is going to be a stingy bath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do maintain it. I, I think I can get rid of one body in my life. I, I have enough contacts that if I need to get, just dispose of a body, one. For a hundred bucks. Really? Yep. I can get rid of one. After that I think it's too much, but for hundred bucks I I I think I can get a body removed. Interesting. The the blood stain's another matter, but the body itself, yeah, I can do one.
1: I my friend and I actually came up I gotta think of a nickname for him, just in case he is an occasional contributor oh, yeah, or whatever, well, but whatever. We'll see. we'll see. Um yeah, we'll we're trying to keep this somewhat exclusive and perhaps important. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we were really bored, and we came up with an idea to basically kill somebody. And get away with it perfectly, and I gotta say, it's like we came up with this great plan. I felt so guilty afterwards.
2: Oh, really? I never feel bad.
1: Oh, but it's like I don't know. For like days, I thought, like,
2: Jesus Christ! And like, did you actually
1: I, do it? Because that's. I don't think so. Because the guy's still around. <laughs> so he really got into
2: it, though. Huh?
1: Well, I mean, the oh. the person we planned to kill is still around. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's somebody else, but uh, no one no one's come looking.
2: Maybe you did it right. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um I th- I think we should we should probably mention at some time uh the origins of uh the name, if you will.
2: Oh the the, 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 week- the weekly tripound Yes, the, the weekly Well when tri-pound. a man in a man in another man Oh wait, no, that's a different tripound <laughs> Well no, I keep going. It's it. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I noticed for some reason since the tripound is formulated however many months ago. It's like a year ago. A year now. ago, yeah? Yeah. So ever since the tripod was form formulated or invented, discovered. Discovered. Ever, it was since, really discovered. Yeah, ever since the tripod was... there's been an alarming increase in homoerotic humor between me, Astrologs over here, and
2: E. Yen. <laughs> and E. Yen, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. You two at least have cover. I don't I don't have a a, a, a significant other to <laughs> diffuse any yeah, of the accusations. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, well there's the armless Hooker, but really sooner or later yeah. everybody goes to the arm. Plus just... you really want to be the one to bring her out and bump like. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows her. That's, she's the one with no arms. Yeah. yeah. Hard to hide
1: that. So so anyway, anyways how can three? you know when, when something goes right you pound it you, you slam yeah, the, the fist together. The
2: fist bump if you will. The, the terrorist fist jab or whatever it was back with Obama. You heard Fox News. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So how can so obviously two people you know got something done they pound it. How can three people pound it? Yeah,
2: well, the original idea was, you know, person A and person B both pound, and then you take they take their free hand, point it at person C, and you get this like triangle.
1: Right, right. But we thought this wasn't an intimate enough experience, so you cross the arms, right, and it just, it looks a little bit cooler. Yeah, It looks a little bit cool. But then we modified it so that it's actually obvious to anyone standing in front of us. So it actually became more of a vertical thing, and this is gonna sound really bad, but like Eddie, Eddie Yen has to like kneel down, and he does. I don't know. It gets it gets kind of ugly, but um,
2: we, we we accomplished this involving Eddie Eddie E and uh, N. They're sliding in to finish the tri-pound. Yeah,
1: which um, I gotta say, uh, in in the lake, it was kind of funny because he actually ended up underwater. Yeah, yeah that have, we we've tri- We should start going places and tri-pounding. That okay. That just I don't know it, about that. In in in, in famous landmarks we we could do that we could post pictures perhaps we also
2: need to go tripound in front of Joe Lewis's fist we should we should quadrupound we with really? Joe Lewis's fist <laughs> quadrupound? that's that's pushing let's it. find out oh, that's pushing yeah but af- after we completed the first tripound I believe there was a second of silence and, and then uh Peaky over here do, do you recall the, the first <laughs> yes I believe my exact words were
1: guys this is the gayest thing I've ever done
2: <laughs> by a wide margin
1: yes indeed and so, obviously, you know, we can't help but catch hell from anyone we use the name around, especially uh, the significant others, if you will. Um, but that's, anyways, that's the history of the tripod.
2: And, and the trick is to embrace
1: it. You don't run from the tripod.
2: Right, right. Because you'll just sprain something. Exactly. And yeah. um, die tired.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's definitely true. Um, so, yeah, what, what else do we have on tap? So, um, speaking of the tripod... Uh, we're all going to see Them Crooked Vultures. Them in, Crooked Vultures. In just a few days now. And if anyone who's not uh, familiar with this, um, we can't even play any of their music. Cause it's not even out yet. No. So it's a super group um, consisting of uh, Josh Ham, homming No one knows how to pronounce it. Yeah. From uh, Queens Stone, Stone Age. Josh. Yeah. And uh, Dave Grohl. The man himself. Yeah. And fucking John
2: Paul Jones. That's right. Old I was really excited for John I, Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. I thought it was gonna be John Paul, or uh, yeah, John Paul <laughs> the Second.
1: I was really looking forward one.
2: to seeing. You know, we're tight. Uh, I helped him pick out his hat. Actually, it turns out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, not, none, none such as my luck. I'll settle for John Paul, John Paul Jones. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's gonna be pretty spectacular. So you, you can look him up. They have a few things out on YouTube, but it's gonna be fucking here, too. Like all those guys are pretty weird guys. No, there's nothing normal about any of them. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's something to look forward to. And so, basically, you know, obviously, you have to fill, fill the, fill the stereo and fill the car stereo with, you know, Foo Fighters. And basically, you have to, li- you have to listen to
2: all the bands and then try to sort of mentally piece it together. Exactly. Not give yourself an aneurysm. Okay. I hope you just escape the uh, concert without any major bodily harm or venereal disease.
1: Well, as um, it's not I
2: plan doing the concert. I just think they're going to be so prevalent. Like someone's going to sneeze and I'm going to get chlamydia
1: that is a problem as uh as your your cousin said um uh I believe my cousin an expert in chlamydia indeed indeed uh that's another story That that's an entire podcast <laughs> yeah it really is um but anyway so he, he the advice he gave was be sure to eat a good meal before you go and look healthy and if you really feel unsure about it take someone sickly with you as a distraction <laughs>
2: Yeah uh the tra- someone sickly you can outrun yeah yeah Like, make sure to convince them to wear flip flops yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> so they great track shoes on yeah yeah
1: so as long as you have your escape plan but uh it should be it should be kind of a rowdy rowdy crew and <laughs> didn't have an exit strategy and and crew somehow has a it spells a u and has an umlaut over it yeah well it, it's not spelled that way normally apparently not
2: i've seen it. Like my, my parents listened to a little too much 80s rock
1: yeah yeah
2: that was the problem.
1: Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, a, few, uh, a few other things kind of flying around. So, uh, speaking of patient stories, though, I, we forgot to, we forgot to uh, share this one earlier. It was our uh, friend, I believe, uh, Bloopy? Bloopy. Bloopy, yeah. So, uh, Bloopy had a great story. He was talking to this one guy God. who, uh, and he, he said it was one of these things where he couldn't
2: believe the words actually came out of his mouth. It's one of those out-of-body experiences when you hear yourself saying this stuff, and then you know it's going to go really well or really poorly.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's like it was so perfect, and at the same time, it's you just its just one of those moments where you just want to reach out and just pull the words right
2: back in your mouth. Yeah. This, this is how all of my dates either go really poorly or really well, is that feeling right there, like, what am I saying? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, good times or restraining order? Yeah. There's no middle ground.
1: That no, reminds no. me of, um, I think it was like my sophomore year of undergrad, and I tried to ask this one chick out, and I must have just been babbling a fucking idiot. Because I, <laughs> I, you know... And then she just looks at me and she goes, Sorry, what was that?
2: It's like, uh, full moon tonight. thought you wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I think your friend has the clap. <laughs> I think. Because I gave it to her.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, so Bloopy's uh, taking care of this one guy. And the guy's uh, an amputee. He just had one of his... Uh, legs chopped off, like right at the knee, too. And uh, so he goes in and he says, oh, you know, how are you doing? The guy says, well, overall about 80%. Except for the legs. Yeah, except for the legs, about 80%. So Bloopy just looks at him and goes, well, how about the legs? About 50? And it's like, it was one of those things where it's like, it was so perfect, but he just thought, ah, shit. What's this this guy gonna do? Chase him down? Right. Yeah, He's
2: got one leg.
1: And so basically, Bloopy just said that for the rest of the interview, the rest of them trying to talk. He would just ask questions. The guy would just hold up his middle finger. Just look him off. Yeah, it's like, nope, fuck you.
2: I'm done. I'm not talking anymore. I'm done with you and your friend. Yeah. When I was working at the science center, we had the big group of kids. You know, I worked at the science center. I was one of the stage presenters. We go out there, we tell stories. I the I would talk to the, the sh- uh, chaperones instead of the kids, and they would love it because you know they're stuck in the science center with the goddamn kids all day. And we would do shows every half hour. I come in. It's like it's like 3:30. We leave me and my partner we come back because there's nobody in the stands and they're like hey uh are you going to do a show I'm like nah they're like kids they're a whole bunch of orphans like what I'm like yeah we're not going to do a show for them why not like what are they going go to do go run to their parents they're orphans they'll be fine <laughs> Yeah. They're used to being shat on. They'll, they'll, Everybody they'll in they... cried out into their burlap sheets. <laughs> <laughs> the five people in the room all thought I was serious and just looked at me like I, like I was Charles Manson, <laughs> as if as for, for a moment. Said adieu- with, yeah, maybe I sent the swastika, you know, drawn on my head. But... For one brief moment, <laughs> I was like, no, there are no orphans. Actually, no, i didn't even tell them there wasn't. I just walked out of the room. <laughs> I was just like, whatever. Just left, it, left it. You can ask later. If you see a bunch of crying orphans, don't blame me. Yeah,
1: yeah. What are these orphans? So, um, I was gonna say you mentioned, meant you mentioned discussing the
2: worst movie you've seen recently. Oh, there's been, there's been many. Oh, the worst. Actually, the worst movie I've seen in the last like four months is now the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I'm gonna throw it out for you, and just let me know the first thing that comes to mind. Spawn. No, well, first of all, the first thing I think of was Trout.
1: Okay. Okay. Which was always
2: unfortunate. It's supposed to be some like big hellish character, and all I can picture are a bunch of trout going up and blowing the load (laughs) and (laughs) dying. So it's really not that threatening. It's like, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Show show him like you flash him and then he's done. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, however, would you think Martin Sheen? Yes. Yeah. Yes I would. Okay, so basically we we had this discussion a while ago about the unfortunate movie called Chronicles of Riddick and anyone who's seen this basically my, my friend invited me to watch he was like a big time bootlegger in undergrad and it was like a sunny day and he's like oh let's watch Chronicles of Red it was maybe 2 in the afternoon and like 2 depressing hours later I thought like, I just want to go outside like I wasted <laughs> too much of this day. I was really sad for a while but anyway so in this movie Vin Diesel
2: Dame Judi Dench I maintain Vin Diesel only did the movie so he could make out with Dame Judi Dench exactly they, I don't care if that scene's in there or not I assume it is they actually got Dame Judi Dench
1: first which is a little-known fact. But anyways, it goes back to Spawn, where you have Martin Sheen. Did I say Charlie before? I meant Martin, if I didn't. No, you said Martin. Yeah, Martin. So Martin fucking Sheen is in Spawn! Is he Spawn? No, unfortunately, no. That would have made it a lot bad. better. But he's, yeah, he's no, no, I don't care. It, oh, my God, it was so fucking bad. And, like, the special effects are horrible. And the the opening sequence has this really bad, like, synthesized video game music. And... The, my guess. Someone just plugged in an Atari, was playing Pitfall. I swear to God, I don't understand how these movies get made. Much less people spend money, you know,
2: to see them. After watching the train wreck that was that third Pirates of Kirby movie, mind you, I was okay. There was a lot of alcohol involved, but it didn't matter. It didn't make any sense. I think from now on, any Hollywood movie needs to run their plot by a, by a nine year old first. I wanted to run by nine year old, and the nine year old looks at you and says, "This doesn't make any goddamn sense." Back to the drawing board. That's all I'm saying. Is that so yeah. much? Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. I and mean, maybe a chimp with Down syndrome. Yeah. Even them, they're like, "Well, this is stupid. Whips and poop." Yeah. That's what they do. Well,
1: it reminds me of the time we watched um, V for Vendetta together. Yes. And for some reason, I don't know if I was just feeling under the weather that day, or if it's just a sign of my progressive mental decline, but <laughs> for some reason, I just like failed to understand it. And, like, to me, there's no greater insult than to fail to understand a movie by the people who wrote the third Matrix movie. Like, Ooh. I, I, I for, will forever be ashamed of this. But basically, at the end of the movie, I was like, all right, guys, like, I got this one. You want me to explain it all? And, like, I would completely missed the fucking point. <laughs> I remember you guys had to, like, patiently sit me down, like a child, much like a child, yeah. and calmly explain, we had to, like, go back and, like, watch a scene or two over, like, Yeah, oh, okay, okay, I see, I see. But, like I said, just to fail to understand a movie by, what is it, the Wachowski brothers?
2: I can't remember who did that. Yeah, but it's like, it ah, lots of let's, just... let's assume it was Jeff Bridges.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff Bridges I give credit to.
2: I do, too, but let's but... assume it was him.
1: Yeah, that, that was a sad moment in my life. But, um...
2: Anyways, oh, so I thought it was involving Jeff Bridges. You had that look in your eye, like, "What did, did Jeff oh, Bridges touch him appropriately?" I, no,
1: I actually I blew a chance with him once, and that's yeah, that's will come back to haunt you. But um, anyway, so that that reminds me, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, there's uh, something called uh, the actor game. I don't know if, if uh, it's a fun game, especially if you're you know car ride, which I'm assuming many people are because no one would actually sit down and take time to listen to this. Yeah, if
2: you do, go outside right now and and ask someone of I don't care what gender out. Do it now. Yes. Yes. Do it first person you see because it's better than listening to this or email us or email us yeah I like one that. of the two but you know what, better yet go do what we just asked and then email us to tell us how it went exactly because then we have some more material or use your one phone call from prison yeah 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 it works
1: Um. so anyways actor game you you pick two actors and basically you have to. it's like six degrees of separation mm. you gotta pick movies that oh, link them together I and so I, I I came up with a good one a while ago let's see if anyone can get this one because um, it took me a, a, a few tries uh, Tim Allen to Patrick Stewart
2: can I, use, can I use cocaine that's all I know about Tim Allen cocaine yeah go Western Michigan University <laughs> go Broncos go Broncos right there Tim Allen doing cocaine and getting honorary doctorates for it oh yeah yeah. that's my boy
1: oh yeah hometown so, hero so I was going to say the, like, the, the best thing you can do just pick like a classic Shakespearean actor you know, and just pick like some bum, like the guy who played putty from uh Seinfeld.
2: You leave Putty alone, you've obviously <laughs> never seen Venture Brothers.
1: Oh I've okay. I've seen Vent but still it's like eh, the man plays one character his putty. entire life. Yeah. Two. Brock Samson. Yes. Oh yeah,
2: that, that is true. You back off on Brock Samson.
1: I have nothing against Venture Brothers. As you should. they even uh, make new ones anymore? I don't know. But um anyways. Yeah, so any any other bad movies
2: that merit discussion? There are millions of bad movies. There was uh, Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus.
1: Oh, so now we're going to the sci-fi movies now.
2: Okay, this is what you do. This is what you all do right now. I don't care if, if you got your dates lined up on Saturday. Fuck them. Or rather, don't. Instead, <laughs> go out, sci-fi channel, 9 o'clock, new bad movie every week. Sci-fi is making bad movies. It's not not like, oops, bad movie. Like, how can we make a bad movie?
1: Like, there's only one set that just light differently the entire time. Correct.
2: Like, they purposely do bad computer graphics because we don't want to see good CG. <laughs> right. Uh, Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus. Oh, the other trick, too, is have enough, the, the, the official game is to get enough people and enough beer involved that you never hear a single word from the television. Right. But the volume is up. Right. That's key. Um, we did get an argument because the nerdy uh, Asian. Researcher nails the hot blonde chick, and we're trying to think of any other movie where that happens. Where the Asian and Jet Li does not count.
1: Yeah, actually, that was the only one that I I was going to offer. Yeah, and
2: they're disallowing Jet Li. Mm.
1: Because Jet Li is a fortress of man. (laughs) I will say that. Um, Him and Chao Young, fat. Yeah, I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Um, Yeah, I was like, Asian Asian man, white woman. Yeah, because. Doesn't um, happen. Our, our Asian buddy that we had with us she was she was incredulous no she was she I mean, was angry she, well yeah I mean well a lot of paradigms got shifted for her that happens yeah but basically she's like oh, the, the Asian guy never gets especially if it's a white girl yeah Asian guy never gets the girl Asian guy is always like useful until the end for his skills in mathematics and then he's killed
2: yeah it's like you know, once the abacus is done so is he
1: exactly exactly so yeah sci-fi champ I'm just I'm amazed that the one thing that surprises me is that people can look at this and say you know what guys like now that we're going to green light the script we're going to set aside money for this and then they take a look at the finished product and they're like, you know what guys like this represents us this speaks <laughs> to who a, we are it's a whole yeah yeah it's, it's like the, this the is v- the best we could do and we're going to vision it up in there. my soul now, I just think like how much rice could you have bought <laughs> for making you know it's like how many how many <laughs> you know pesticide impregnated mosquito nets you know to prevent <laughs> malaria Purchased. yeah exactly
2: oh malaria Yeah, yeah. If I could wipe out one creature off the face of the earth, by the way, it would be Wilfred Brimley. But once he was gone, (laughs) once he and his diabetes were gone, and the the fucking horse. Yes, and the horse. I would take out mosquitoes. Yeah. Although, as Bloopy has said, we need mosquitoes to feed the bats, and we need the bats to keep the mosquitoes at bay. Right. <laughs> so, really. <laughs> so if there weren't enough
1: mosquitoes, you wouldn't have enough bats
2: to keep them in check. <laughs> exactly. And then, oh my God, it's it's, ro- it's uh, Isle Royale all over again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, no, mosquitoes are useless. They're useless damn creatures. Yeah. I hate them. I hate them all.
1: Well, they're but parasites right now, go like kill a mosquito. so many
2: people we know. What, what? I said they're parasites like so many people we know. Yeah, that's true. But go kill a mosquito right now. Do it. Go find yeah, it. Yeah, kill it.
1: Kill it. For- and because I think that we have how many listeners by now? Million? Well, do we Between count? 2.8, 2. I think, was our last 2, estimate. 2. Point India. <laughs> All <laughs> of them. Dude, I, I think, think we're actually
2: worship as if we were sacred cows over there.
1: Everyone in India, kill a mosquito. Yep, that's that's now.
2: our job for you, and immediately. Ever wonder if mosquito might be a false cognate to Indian to, like, puppy? Let's hope not. Yeah, <laughs> that would
1: suck. Eh, for puppies. Yeah, as long as they don't come over here and do it, and then yeah. get a degree and go back.
2: <laughs> but, um... Get a degree, become a radiologist, move back to India, and read those films that are digitized. Yes, exactly. Uh, I think they actually paid in vicious beatings and poisonous snakes. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's that's how they do it in the subcontinent. Oddly enough, the Obama plan, same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctors are are paid that way, surprisingly. Yeah. Good time. Which really doesn't give you much of an impetus To practice medicine anymore Which He's is actually impetus. this, this <laughs> Also the fact they're stripping down all the money And charging you more for the health care That you're not going to get Is also a little impetus to practice
2: medicine anymore But, but nonetheless yeah, that's, I, that's, mm. th- that's our problems And soon to be yours If you ever get sick again
1: That's what you get for putting Barack Hussein,
2: Hussein Osama The secret Muslim
1: Yeah the secret Muslim in the White House
2: Somehow that, makes it, that would even make a difference in the first place I didn't even vote
1: for McCain I voted for Palin I voted, I voted for Palin. directly for Palin.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I actually wrote in a moose, <laughs> which is about the same. I really The moose sees the moose can see Russia too. I don't know how their eyes are. I assume better <laughs> than Palin. because She's <laughs> got glasses. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The that moose sees Russia, and the moose likes what he sees. Indeed. That's because Putin's over there in a thong. Thong master. Dude is ripped. Thong master. Yes. We 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 told him about
1: thong master. Oh, right? we did him about thong master. Bong master.
2: Oh, Bong, master. Bong master,
1: yeah. So, so there there are many people we've met in our sojourns. This was up in uh, Cass- for some,
2: yeah. For some reason, all all the people we meet get the name noun master. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, we we it's me, um, old strawlegs and uh, and boron, and we're uh, coming back from the upper peninsula, the UP as it's finally known. So we're coming down through like the boonies of Michigan. We stop at this campsite. It's not essential. It's I mean, it's off in the middle of nowhere. It's yeah. not like. It's in northern Michigan, so there's no one around. Yeah, exactly. So, we, we pull into this campsite. You, you could murder your wife. It would be fine. And that's what we're getting to. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're getting to here. So, we pull into this campsite. This guy comes up. He's like, stumbles up to it. He's like,
2: oh, hey. Uh, you guys want to camp here? Yeah, at this point in time, I think Boron rolls the window up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just reflexively. Yeah. And, um, so I'm thinking, like, does this guy work here? And so we're like, uh, yeah, we're looking for a site. And he's like, oh, all right. Okay. uh You know, you can get a site like right in the back. So he he puts us in the site that's in the far 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 corner of this campground, which is pretty big. And he just keeps going about like, oh yeah, it's just, like, lots of privacy
2: there, man. It's just like you can do anything back there. Yeah. Thinking, you three can do anything back there. So there
1: are two guys and a girl. Yeah. And he wants to make sure that we're feeling uninhibited enough to do whatever it is that we're gonna do back there. So um, he gets on this like little go- uh like golf cart. And he's like swerving down the road trying to show us where this is. God, Jesus Christ. And so, you know, he shows us the site and everything. We get out and he's like, all right, guys, you know, have a, have a good, uh, you know, have a good uh, uh, night. And so, um, you know, thank you. Thank you, Bongmaster, who gets his name from the following comment where he just looks at us and goes, y- you guys got some weed. And we're like, uh, no. It's a sorry. Cambodian Red. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was actually the same guy. Surprising. But, um,. <laughs> So actually, so he, he's saying, "Oh, you, you guys got some weed?" I'm like, oh, no. He wouldn't believe us. Yeah. He, oh, just just like a joint, man. Just just a joint. I'm like, dude, we don't have any fucking pot. Like, oh, I was kind of okay. half tempted to
2: just see if I could find some like dead grass in the back.
1: Yeah, but then he leaves like, oh, if, Uh if if you change your mind, then you know. So anyways he like comes back to the site like a few more times. It's actually really creepy. He keeps like yeah. checking up on us, and making like, sure we're all nice and uninhibited. It's like, dude, we're not. Both banging my girlfriend. Yes. The, that's that's the moral of the story: is that we are not currently both no, nobody, having sex with this girl. No,
2: no one was dating anybody at that point in time either.
1: That's true. That's true. I actually spent a month living in a tent with Bor <laughs> before I dated her.
2: That might have been my fault.
1: Well, it, it worked out in the end. Like I said,
2: you that, that I, I take credit for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, it, it took it took a month of close proximity before I thought not bad like, I might
2: be able to put up with this thing yeah
1: yeah. It's like I don't I don't hate it
2: <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like well the trick is you named it like halfway through and that's that's when you really get attached to it yeah that's once why... you start using actual human pronouns yeah. calling, calling it a she yeah no that's why you just stick with you know armless hooker
1: and see the thing is that I'm pretty sure she'll never listen to this and she it, won't. if she does I'd actually be happier that she heard this yeah. just because she'd have to listen to it all the way to the end and speaking of end, I think that uh, it's about time to wrap things up.
2: I think that's as good as anything as you'll ever have. Yeah, and plus we're out of material also in general.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, until next time, this is PK.
2: And this is Starlegs. We're we're Sans uh E N, but we are still the Weekly Tripod. The Weekly Tripod. I got blisted of a <laughs>